a very special edition of Down the TV Rabbit Hole. We've been planning this one for days, it seems like. Harry, I actually have a little bit of a musical introduction that I think will set the stage. So for I our extravaganza. Do... That's what I should have called it, extravaganza. Damn it, we should have had a pre-production <laughs> meeting. Okay, here we go. Hey, stand by. I got like 18 chords going here, but all right, here we are. can't play the whole thing in its entirety then we're gonna owe you know fees and royalties so that's a reasonable facsimile well, of what show harry what show is that well you're no jack jones but it was pretty good and uh i'm happy to report as your yeoman purser for this episode we are doing the love boat extravaganza on abc from 1977 to 1987 then for three years they did some some made for tv movies and then, of course, they did a reboot. But we're talking about uh, Gavin McLeod, uh, Dr. Hairpiece, played by Bernie Capel, Fred Grandy, Lauren Tweed, Ted Lange. <laughs> I know, I know that's piece? a shock to you. I know it's a shock. Yeah, I, I love watching that show because every year he gets more and more hair, if you remember mm -hmm. correctly. So, uh, so anyway, Love Boat, a classic show. I did most of the nuts and bolts research for us yeah. as far as the dates and all that stuff. I just want you to rely on your great memory because both of us watched this show growing up. I mean, am I wrong? I mean, this was standard uh, watching fair. Let me tell you. Can I just tell you? Please. I have, my memories are huge of this because it's all about Saturday night. Saturday night in my teenage years, early teenage years, before I was running wild on the streets, you know. Right. Uh, so Saturday night, we'd have dinner. I'd stay home. Maybe I was doing something, I don't know, uh, but uh, mostly it was about watching The Love Boat and then Fantasy Island, all on, both on ABC, back to back. I mean, yep. that's two power-packed hours of com-drom fun, right? Comedy drama, right? Uh, and then uh, local news, and then uh, Saturday Night Live over on NBC, and then right. to cap it off, late night SCTV, the best ever. So these were like the greatest TV nights to me. Out of all, I, we love TV. We do a podcast, but if I could right. do it all over again and then lock it in and say you're going to have one more night of TV watching, it would be late seventies Saturday Night Love Boat, Fantasy Island, Saturday Night Live. You yeah. got to remember, we were so young, we really couldn't do anything. We couldn't even go, to out, right. go out with our high school buddies. Maybe we could near the end. But, I mean, you were pretty much stuck at home on Saturdays, and thank God for ABC. <laughs> thank God, yeah. Uh, and then on the weekend, we'd watch Battle of the Network Stars. But other than that, this was like, this is a primo right, you, show. You just, now, because what you the hell just mentioned right. three other extravaganzas that we're going to do in the future. <laughs> Fantasy <laughs> Island, Battle of the Network Stars, and SCTV. So you've already tipped our hand for the rest of the extravaganzas. Yeah, well, it's about time that we did yeah. this one. Because what this was, and I'm going to let you do the nuts yeah. and bolts, but I know... It was, it was like um, the concept was there, but it was, this time it was on water. It was like a Love American sure. style, uh, but floating. And all the crew interconnected all the stories, right? So what I loved about it most, it is a potpourri, wherever you yeah. pronounce that word, shooting fish in a barrel for crazy co-stars. Yes. I mean, 
this is just a cesspool, a wonderful cesspool. Uh, you take a net and you want to just swoop out a name like throw out Dick No, Gaudier no, no. Stop. Or, Wait a minute. Stop right there. Okay. Stop okay. right there because part of this <laughs> broadcast is I have a quiz for you to see if they were actually right. on the love boat or not. But your point is, is the number one point of all time because in the first one minute of the show, you'd say guest star so-and-so and so-and-so and, -so, oh, and Charo, you know, and so-and-so. Uh, and... -so, and uh, she was on the show. I'll tell you that yes, right now. Yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah, I think everybody. Uh, I think that's a given. Uh, it, oh, I couldn't be more excited for the quiz. But yeah. I want to tell you Go one ahead. thing. I want to have a moment of silence, or I just say rest in peace, for Wilford Brimley, who passed away yesterday at the ripe old age of 85. I actually thought he was 85 about 15 years yes. ago. But anyway. Um, I feverishly looked for whether or not he was on the love boat, and unless you tell me otherwise, I don't believe well, that he was, but rest in did peace. Did you know that Wilford Brimley, this, I just heard this story, um, he was in, of course, his biggest role, I think, for, for people our age, was Cocoon, the Ron Howard film. Oh, yeah. What, mm -hmm. what happened one. was, they, of course, I think they had Don Amici aboard, and uh, help me out, who are some of the other old guys in that? Um, old, really uh. good character actors, their names are on the tip of my tongue, but... Clint Howard. No, Wil but Wilford Brimley was like up for the gig. I can't remember whether he suggested himself or his agent, but they said, Wilford, you're only 50. And he was only 50 when he did Cocoon. I know. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I can't believe he was only 85. Remember in The Natural, which is like back in the 80s, he was the old manager. And then he was in the Quaker Oats commercials. You don't eat it because it tastes good. You eat it because it's good for you. You know, and then he was in like these... <laughs> aged Medicare commercials sure. for health insurance. It's like, well, I can't believe he's still alive. Okay, so really, we don't want to ruin the love boat extravaganza. We're talking too much. But he is, you know, it, this is, you know, the dead or alive game just got tilted on right. its axis here. Uh, so uh, we'll talk later about this. But rest in peace to a, to an American treasure. Well, you know, I really, to be honest with you, didn't do a ton of of nuts and bolts research per se for this episode. I mean, I've got some of the stuff. Obviously, everyone knows, I think, that Aaron Spelling was the producer. And he, yep. he was the mm -hmm. guy who had the golden touch in the 70s and 80s. He did Charlie's Angels, Dynasty, 90210, Heart to Heart. Um, what about Fantasy Island? He did that too. Really? I don't, know, I don't know why I didn't write that down. But anyway, yes, I mean, we, we all know how many great shows he did. Uh, this was probably one of his most famous, um, and it was on, like I say, it was on for 10, ten years, 10 years, 77 right. to 87, yeah. then they did made-for-TV movies, so uh, now I don't know, and, I, and you and I went back and forth, there are not a lot of full episodes that you can watch on YouTube, however, did you, did you happen, when you were doing your research and just Googling, did you happen to see the season two premiere it was the two-hour special starring no, go ahead no i don't know who, who is in it okay it's a classic and and i'm doing this by memory okay uh first of all there it, the whole plot line revolves around the fact that there is a visiting captain from another cruise line who's sailing with captain Stubing. he's going to be like the co-captain so he can go ahead and and get his certification or 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 you know uh re-get his certification whatever it is it's played by dick martin remember dick martin from rowan and martin okay. oh yeah he was on the love boat more than yeah. once i remember i don't remember this episode so far but keep, okay you're, keep you're gonna remember it as i so anyway so um the, the guest stars <laughs> 
saying them. The guest stars were Barbie Benton, who uh, who doesn't wear a bra for the entire two hours. Dr. Bricker tries to hit on her, but she's like this cold fish, but eventually she warms up at the end. Um, <laughs> Avery Schreiber, yeah. Audra Lindley from The Ropers. I'm uh-huh. doing this again by memory. Um, this is just sweet spot yeah. love boat. This is just so representative of every love boat episode, pretty much, of the kind of quality of guests so, you get. And I mean that in a, a couple of No, you're exactly right. So the plot line is, and I know you're going to remember this one, Captain Steubing takes Audra Lindley and Barbie Benton and Avery Schreiber, and I forget who his wife is, but they're feuding all over the place. So they go on this little excursion, and Captain Stupid says, I know this private island. I knew this when I was a captain in the Pacific back in World War II. Oh, you know? yeah. So they go there, and there's a, an old hobo who's... <laughs> sorry, I keep laughing. Of course. An old hobo who's got this shack that he's built, and he's got a gun, and he kidnaps them all because he wants to have a surprise party for himself. And the, the old hobo is played by John Astin. <laughs> I do remember that. Oh, so the, so they're captive on the island, and what happens? There's a hurricane, and so so uh, uh, Dick Martin, the captain, I forget what his, his name, a captain, whatever, Captain Schmuck and Puff, um, he decides you know to outrun the storm, but he doesn't decide it on his own because Ted Lange is on the boat too. You see, he's he was going to go skiing, but there was no snow, so he's on the boat as a vacationer. So he's there, you know, hit on the ladies and everything. But the captain is completely inept. So Ted Lange says, you know, when Captain Steubing was here, if there was a hurricane, he'd try to outrun it in the open waters. Well, I do it my way. He says, no, 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 you do it your way. He says, I'm going to try and outrun it even faster than Captain Steubing. And so, you know, basically Ted Lange is calling all the shots. uh, And uh, the hurricane starts to rock the boat. So Ted Reverse psychology, right? exactly. So Ted is calling all the shots, and he's like, no, go ahead and, and you know, uh, uh, clear off tech two and do this, blah, blah, blah. He's telling, because, you know, he's friends with everybody on the boat, and he's basically calling all the shots. So anyway, and I believe at the end of the episode, or maybe it was the next episode, Ted Lange ends up getting a promotion. Like, he gets promoted to whatever the next rank was. He gets an extra stripe. Not that bartenders have stripes. He's a I bartender. Know. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but he got a stripe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so that's okay. it in a nutshell. I only... a rear admiral bartender. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's the, that episode in a nutshell, which, again, is just such a great representation of, of just about every episode on The Love Boat. Oh, my God, it is great. But there's one thing that comes to one yeah. comment I have. Did you say Ted Lange? Okay, I thought it was Ted Lang all See, these years. So we, can we get a ruling or something? Are you sure Well, and I'll tell that? you why, because I watched some of the Love Boat reunion little specials, like the Today Show did yeah. the 25th birthday, and then there was another network, and they kept calling him Ted Lange. So that's why I say it, yeah. Okay, eh, good enough for me. The, the fact is that nobody ever called him that. Everybody sees this guy since 1977 calls him Isaac. Yeah, that's true. And they don't even call him anything. They point at him with the two fingers. Oh, yeah, and he talks about that on the <laughs> yeah. Today Show. They're all doing it. And I got to yeah. give the guy credit because it's been how many years now? 30 years? 77? I mean, but yeah. 40, because they were just on the Today Show a little while ago. Um, here's one thing yeah. I want to say about that. They were just on it. This is... I love to report this. You know, I'm always worried about these shows having curses that are killing off the, the yeah. stars. This is one of our few shows. These are the healthiest people ever. They're all still alive. All of them. Yeah. All of the main characters. Captain Steubing, Bernie Coppell, Ted Lange. 
uh, Fred Grandy, yep. uh, Lauren Tweez. Uh, who else? We got Jill yep. Whalen. Of course, she was younger anyway. She's younger than we are. Uh, but yeah, well, they're all it, alive. I'm so happy. And to we got to mention that. the co- cousin Oliver of the Love Boat, season seven through nine, Ted McGinley. Yeah. All right. Well, he's he has been called the patron saint of jumping yeah. the shark, Ted McGinley. You talk about living with a horseshoe up your ass. This guy, Ted McGinley, I think he's underrated for what he's oh, been able to on. accomplish by oh, being. Well, yeah, no, you're right. Well, he, listen, he should be he should be applauded in the most negative way possible, or or celebrated in the most negative way possible. Well, first of all, I understand he has a good sense of humor about it all. But think about this. Here's a Ted McGinley growing up. I think he's about early 60s still. He's not that old. I mean, relatively speaking, you know. Uh, And here's a guy that grew up in Southern California, went to USC, was the captain of, like, uh, I think it was a water polo team or something. Decides when he gets out and, he, you know, he's good looking. He's got the blonde hair. He wants to get into acting. Right away, boom, he's on Happy Days. That's where he is one of the original. He, Fonzie literally jumped the shark. But the addition of him as the cousin Roger Phillips was kind of also a jump now, the shark. Now, how in the moment. hell do you remember his character's name and you didn't do any research, for God's sake? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, rem- I did a little bit of research, but I remember his character. And then he, then he shows up. Then he had some movie yeah. roles. He was, remember the movie Revenge of the Nerds? Holy crap, I love oh, that movie. I've been searching yeah. for it. Yeah, he was in that. And then he did a ton of massive regular work after that. He was on Married with Children, of course. Very popular. Yeah, he was on and, the West. Yeah. And, the, and they say that he's the, he jumped the shark. Or he helped them jump the shark on that one. Yep, there you go, because he was one of the new neighbors, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's number two. Then he was on um, West Wing. I never watched that. I don't remember. But he did some work on Fantasy Island, uh, which was, you know, awesome. Right. And then then one of the things I really loved, apparently, was on Evening Shade at least once. So the guy had massive regular work. He still works today. He's considered, you know, a joke and laughing his ass to the bank. And uh, it sounds like a golden life to me. I'd take that anytime. So I think I'm turning the tables on this and saying, Ted McGinley, congratulations. You're my hero. You sound, and you always kid me about reading books, (laughs) you sound like you just finished reading the 15-chapter Ted McGinley autobiography, put it down, and then called me on the phone to do this podcast. Well, it was 15 chapters, but it was only four pages. Very short <laughs> A lot of chapters, pictures, too. So you I, I a handsome guy like that. Yeah. you got to have a lot of pictures of yourself, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but yeah. When did he come on the show? He came out at yeah, the tail see, end, right? I mean, the, th- the damn thing was on 10 years. I can't believe all these other actors. Well, what a great and you know, and of course, they almost all everyone knows time. why Lauren Tweez left the love boat, and she mentions this. She had some... Uh, some issues with uh, substance abuse. And let's face it, it was the 70s and 80s. I mean, everyone was doing cocaine. I mean, DeMond Wilson. I mean, you know, so many of them. So she actually, she was. Why, why do you have to pick on DeMond uh, Wilson? Oh, no. <laughs> he just came to mind. I actually re-listened. Just take a shot, <laughs> random shot. At okay, DeMond Willie Wilson. Ames. He was on Willie the love boat. Can I mention him? You said Willie Ames had a lot of problems, right? Okay. Right. Well, and you know, and as I see these episodes, and it, like you say, it's so great that uh, Gavin McLeod, who obviously, as you know, uh, is very, uh, very open about his faith. Um, uh, I don't know if he's a minister or, but, but, you know, he talks about his relationship with the Lord. And I always have given great respect for that because he's very open about it. Of course, uh, uh, Ted, uh, Bernie Capel, 
jokes about his age all the time. He even jokes about his hair, so I don't feel bad that he, I mentioned the war hair piece. But he still has great humor. He's still sharp as attack. Obviously, Ted Lange is, is still very humorous. Uh, Fred Grandy, of course, as many people know, uh, became what, a, a representative in the House of Representatives? He was, yeah. He was a congressman, okay. yeah, from his home state of okay, Iowa. Right. Yep. Uh, and served, uh, I think, a couple of terms at least. I mean, he doesn't do it anymore, but he was, yeah, he was, he hung in there for a while. Matter of fact, that's why he left the love boat, like, with only like three episodes to go. I mean, he was one of the few guys, Lauren Tay, as we talked about, but otherwise he could have made the whole run, but he had to get the hell out to now, for the election. Let me ask you this, though. On, on, when you saw the reunion on the Today Show, was Lauren Tweez on that one? No. Okay. Uh, but I've seen pictures okay. of her. On See, because, yeah, I saw another reunion, and there was someone there, and I think she was billed as the actress that ate Lauren Tweez. <laughs> Because yeah. she's well, she's she she she's not exactly slim anymore. She, yeah, she's ready for the Macy's date. <laughs> oh, parade, that, I felt know. bad about mine. <laughs> oh, she still looks good though. She well, still has know. that pretty face though. She just you know a couple pounds, hundred pounds heavier. Um, but now here's something. All right, let me get into some of my research here. Now you know, of course, that they did um, the Love Boat, the Next Wave. On, on UPN from 98 mm -hmm. to 99. And, of course, they did some of those uh, uh, made-for-TV movies. But, and this is, you're not going to believe this. Maybe you already know. Uh, Robert Urich from Vegas was the captain. Yeah. Well, they bring back the whole cast because I think it was Vicky's wedding. And I could be misspeaking here. But they bring back most of the original cast. So Dr. Hairpiece is there. Julie McCoy is there. It was maybe a two-hour spectacular, whatever. It's not very good because uh, the entire new crew, they're just all snippy and smart aleck, and, you know, there's no real chemistry between any of them. No. But in one of the last episodes, and I think it was, again, the reboot uh, on UPN, did you know that Dr. Bricky, uh, Dr. Bricker, Dr. Hairpiece, and Julie McCoy, Lauren Tweez, confessed their love for each other? Oh, I knew that, but I thought that was some kind of a joke or something like that. I mean, that, that is a meaningless, that's a shallow confession. There, he ran around hopping from bed to bed with the frequency of a broken radio on that show with uh, uh, any woman. You know, that was like what he was there for, pretty much. So you're telling me that the whole time, under her nose, so to speak, uh, he's doing all this gallivanting around that they're in yes. love with each other? No, me, I don't me, buy me it. either. Yeah. But in the episode that I watched, and it's so fun funny you mentioned that, because it's literally, you remember the first shot, it was usually a series of shots. They'd be like that, that entryway with the circular staircase, and then there'd be the gangplank where people would be. So you'd be introducing all these different characters. Well, Barbie Benton comes on, and, and I'm not, I'm not yeah. exaggerating here. The first thing Dr. Bricker says to her is like, he's hitting on her. He's like, uh, um, oh, I wish you could remember the exact. He literally hits on her in the first sentence that he says. It's the ship's doctor. Yeah. Well, that's the, what, that was his character. And uh, he did a damn good job of it, too. But he would hit on everybody. Uh, Joanne Worley, I, he'd uh, hit on when she came. Oh, come on. Yeah. Well, maybe not. But, I mean, he was non-discriminate. Let's put it that way. You know, this guy... He, you know, shoot first and ask questions later, basically. Irene, Irene Ryan was a guest on Love Boat, and he she hit was? on her, too. No, we she wasn't. quiz already? All right. You know what? Let's, you know what? let's get to the quiz, because I think that's going to open the door for a lot of, more good, a lot of uh, good stories. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to throw out some names, and you're going to tell me. 
You know, actually, before I do that, let's do let's do the the most frequent guests on the Love Boat and see if you could guess any of them. Because there was one actress who was actually on the Love Boat fourteen times. Uh-huh. Another another was on ten. Yeah. Another, there were two actresses that were on ten, and then another actress was on eight times. So. Actresses Any, are only here. We're talking about these are actresses only. Yeah, that, obviously there are a lot of. But as far as the most frequent appearances, they were, the top four were all actresses. I'm going to so say one of guess. them was Charo. She was on ten times. You're right, she, without a doubt. Yep. So she was in the top four. Yep, Charles in the top four. Okay. Um, Linda Day George. I don't even know who that is. Well, let me tell you, Christopher yeah. <laughs> George and Linda Day George were married, and they both appeared, at least Christopher George appeared a bunch of times on Love Boat and a bunch of times on Fantasy Island. He's one of these guys that you'd have to see a picture of. If you Google him, you'll know, oh, yeah, that guy. Uh, he must have been pals with Aaron Spelling, because he wasn't all that popular. Now. But there were a ton of these character actors, and I don't want to sidetrack us from your... No, 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 but that's, uh, I'm going to have to Google that person. I have no yeah. idea. But uh, he passed away of a heart attack... You, this guy was like a walking heart attack, you know, all respect to him, but he apparently was a hard drinker, a smoker, and he just had a hard look to him. And uh, so he died like in the early 80s. But he, him and his wife were on a bunch of love boats, and, and he was on Fantasy Island like four times and love boat four times. So anyway, that, that's why I guessed her. Uh, I would say, I don't know, Elaine Joyce, Marsha Cross. Um, that's all I got for the, the women. I'm, I'm just taking pot okay. shots here. No, 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 and it's hard. That, that was really. A t- I'm, I'm impressed. You got Charles. That's very good. Uh, the the top uh, uh, the top actress as far as appearances go on the Love Boat, Marion Ross. Well, that doesn't 14. count. Oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> why? Why not? Because she became a re- she was a regular at the end. I was saving this for last. Oh. Very one of the very few upsetting things about the Love Boat to me. Oh. One of the WTF moments. It's like I don't want to see Mrs. C marrying Gavin McLeod. This is like this is like two species interbreeding or something like that. The, 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 nobody from Happy Days should be getting married to anybody on the love boat and then being a regular. And what the hell did she do, by the way, on top of it? And it was all like disturbing memories that came rushing back to me. So anyway, I don't count her because she was a regular cast member at the end. Is that fair enough? See? Well, you know, and again, I'm the one that did the research. I didn't realize that she was a regular cast member at the end. She married Meryl Steubing. So there you go. That, that would explain 14 appearances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, well, right. she might not have been a regular in the same sense as right. the others, but she had this, there was this storyline that required her to be, it was continual. Like she wasn't right. just like coming as a different storyline guest every time. Like Chara okay. wasn't the same one person. She's a different person every time she was on. You know? All right. Well, well, here are the two that round out the top 10. With, yeah. Also with 10 appearances, Florence Henderson. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And with eight appearances, and I mentioned her before, Audra Lindley, Mrs. Roper. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, well, she needed the work. I mean, this was her. She was like, hey, my 15 minutes of fame. I'm on the Ropers, and I'm going to get every goddamn thing I can do working well, until they figure out. Now, wait a minute. We, we know this from, from my Three's Company episode. She did a lot of stage work, so she stayed busy. Maybe not TV stuff, but no, she stayed busy up until the end of her life, actually. Okay. Um, Fair enough. So, yeah. Okay. I st- okay. Yeah. That's fine. Good. I stand All right. Correct. So, so, 
Here we go. Now let, let's go. I'm just going to throw out some names, and you tell me yes or no if they were on the love boat. You ready? Here we go. Yes, sir. Okay. And and I as we go on, I kind of group them into into uh, categories that I think you'll you'll figure out. But here we go. We'll just start with some random names, people, and these are mainly people that you and I either both both like or respect or uh, kind of goof on. But here we go. Martin Short. Not on the love boat. Yes, one episode. Okay. Uh, and, and he actually, I think, also... No, he didn't write part of one. Uh, uh, there was another guy. Okay. Uh, Jack Sue. Not on the love boat. Very good. Yeah. James Arnes from Gunsmoke. Yes, he was on the love boat. No, he wasn't on the love boat. No, was not. Okay. How, about, how about another Western actor, Clint Walker? He was on the love boat. You're right, one episode. All right, here we go. We're getting into some meat and potatoes here. All right. Adam West. <sighs> Not on the love boat. I'm gonna say. Nope, he did one episode. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. I think I saw that one, as a matter of fact. Sorry. Okay, that's all right. How, how about Abe Vigoda? Abe Vigoda was for sure my man on the love boat. Not according to my research, he wasn't. I can't find him anywhere. I went to IMBD. Sorry, sorry. I'm going to consult with my people, and we'll see if we need to make a correction. Okay, all right. All right, yeah, send me the corrections in email. All right. Okay, how about Mickey Rooney? I don't think so, Jim. Yep, one episode? Yeah, one episode. Boy, you're striking (laughs) out. I can't believe it. (laughs) All right, How, how about another favorite? Nipsey Russell. Nipsey Russell. Uh, he was not on the love boat. Yep, one episode. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, well, all right. they're all on the love boat, okay? Here we are, here we are, here we are. Meat and potatoes. Jack Carter. Okay. Jack Carter was on episode 24, uh, also featuring Christopher George, Jane Meadows, Annette Funicello, and Maury Amsterdam and Rose Marie. How about that? <laughs> Take that. <laughs> You could, you could be right. I am Hang right. Hang on, wait a minute. Hang on a second. Wait a minute. You said it was episode 24? Correct. 1978. Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> How did you know that? You obviously have it pulled up, right? Well. Oh, I, wait a minute. You're cheating. You're cheating on my quiz. I don't have it pulled up. It was part of my thorough preparation, as I always do. I take this show very seriously. And when I identified that there was an episode that featured Maury Amsterdam, Rosemary, and Jack Carter, I'm ready to mention it. Okay. A former prostitute, Karen Kay, trying to overcome her past, meets a nice man, Christopher George, but is threatened with exposure <laughs> by a former client, Jack Carter. <laughs> that of makes course, sense. Jack Carter. Type Jack cast. Carter plays the John. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Oh, wow. Oh, and Jack Carter's married to Jane Meadows. Oh, Lord. Yeah. We got to watch that episode. Yeah. Holy I wonder what Maury Amsterdam and Rosemary did. I know they were a couple on the show. Yeah, so that find comfort in each other while avoiding an overly happy couple played by <laughs> Maury Amsterdam and Rosemary. <laughs> All right, this might be the one time I do buy the DVD. I'll tell you, there's just too much out there to to let it go. Okay, so I got that one correct. Yes, you did. In space. Back to the nuts and bolts. How about Norm Crosby? Was he on the love boat? No, he was not. Of course he was on the love boat. One episode. (laughs) And I actually saw it. You know what he plays? Uh, No. 
He plays a bartender, a completely inept bartender. Oh, I think I remember that. And then yeah. Isaac had to kind of come down on him. He was trying to be nice. but Yes. He, yeah, he had to fire him, and he was felt bad about it and stuff. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, from the Jack Benny Show, Phil Harris. Phil Harris was on the love boat, my friend. Yes, he was. One episode before he died. Uh, how about also from Wait, the Jack no. Benny Show? Phil Silvers what? you're talking about. No, I said for Phil Harris. Okay, well, Jack I got Benny it correct show, anyway. You and I thought. Yeah, it doesn't matter. All right, well, yeah. So you're, so you're like three for 12. Um, how about also from the Jack Benny Show, Frank Nelson? He was definitely on the love boat. No, I no, wish he was, No, he was though. not. They wouldn't have him on there. No, no but he would have been great. It's just like a guest maitre d' or like a guest, you know. Uh-huh. Sorry, uh, uh, hello, I'd like to check in. Yes! You know. Yeah. That would have been good. Well, you know what other uh, good voice actor was on the Love Boat? Uh, that uh, who? Olan Soleil. Remember him, the choir director from Andy Griffith Show. <laughs> yeah, how did you know that? How do you know that name? You're making this up. I no. never heard that name in my life. He was on episode five, which was one of my favorite episodes. It was when Jim Neighbors. Everybody in the boat thought that he was a jewel thief, and they were so they were all. He was like a real hick, dud person, but they were all very attractive to the mystery around it. And he was like, he thought he was the most popular guy on the boat because, but it was because everybody thought he was a jewel thief. Uh, and oh it it also God. had Diana Carroll. Isaac was in love with her. Remember, she played the singer Roxy Blue, and it was like he was super in love with her. And then also. They had, um, remember Michelle Lee? Her and her, her, oh, yeah. hu- her husband was trying to plan a birthday party for her, but she somehow thought he was trying to plan her murder. And her husband. <laughs> what? Was, yeah. Her husband was played by David Groh with an H, uh, who Good we talked him. about from Rhoda. And so I just happened to see when I saw it. I, like, I remember that episode vividly and um, did not know. I'm not sure. I'm sure he was just some kind of you know small role. But Olan Soleil, the choir director from the Andy Griffith Show, uh, who also did the voice of Batman in the cartoon version of the Super Friends back in the '70s. So he maybe you know, that was an ABC show too. So maybe he had an in right. You know, with the ABC people. We need a couple of guys. Get Olan Soleil over here. That guy. You know. So well, and of course, know. Super Friends on ABC was narrated by whom? Um. Mel Torme, I think. Was, did no, the, you know this. Wait. You know this very well. Narrated by Casey Kasem. No, you're getting close, though. One of our favorites. He did the voice of, of Robin. Favorites. That's what he did. Yes. Voice of Robin. Yeah. Oh, shit. I know this. God bless it. I, let me have it. I'm going to hit myself. The great the Ted Knight. Ted Knight. Meanwhile, that's right. meanwhile back at the Hall of Justice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ted Knight. <laughs> Oh, God. All right, real quick. I just want to go because I get so many good names. Well, we got a tie in, see, with Ted Knight and Gavin McLeod, right? From the. Oh, that's right. Yes. There you go. That was was not totally off the track. Go ahead. How about about our favorite Nazi of all time, other than uh, uh, John Banner, Werner Klemper? Werner Klemper was on there, and so was Harold Gould. Remember, he was one of the visiting generals from time to time in Hogan's Heroes. Yes. And Harold Gould was also, uh, what was he on? Maud? And no, Harold he, I think he was on what, but he was on Golden Girls. Golden Girls. That's it. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And other okay, stuff. Okay, Billy, yeah. Billy Barty. <laughs> he had a lot of work back in the 70s. Yeah. So there weren't that many um, little people getting that work. Uh, he was definitely on the love boat. You're exactly right. One episode. Uh, another great voiceover guy, Dave Madden. 
Ruben Kincaid. Um, he was on the love boat, yes. Yes, of course. You know, a guy like that, of course, they must have had to include him once, and they did. Right. Elvis's favorite, Robert Goulet. <laughs> he, he was. Yes, he was. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Elvis did not see it because he had already shot the no. TV out by that point. No, Elvis was dead by the time the love boat went on the air. Yeah, let's already click Ken Berry off the list. Yes, he was on there, yeah. of course. Okay, yeah. all right. All right, how about, and let's go down. See, I'm rolling now. Didn't, you yeah, no, you insulted you are, me you, before, but now you're not complimenting me. As I you're guess. a slow starter. You're, you're, like the, you're like the great horse Zen Yada. You're at the back <laughs> of the pack in the beginning, but then by the end, you're, you're wiring the field. Yeah, my right. flea biscuit. Yeah, go ahead. Here we go. Andy Griffith. Mm, no, I don't think so. It'd be a, yes, one he episode. Was, he was. No yep. kidding. Yeah. Yep. Was that more in like the Matlock days? Yes, he looks a lot like he did on Matlock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. Good cracker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> how about uh, how about the great Don Knotts? Don Knotts, I would, I don't know, but I'm gonna guess yes. Two episodes, believe Yay. it or not. Yeah, Good for him. Yeah. All right. Also from the Andy Griffith Show, it's me, it's me, it's Ernest T. Howie Morris. Seems probable that he was on yep. there. Yeah. Yep. One episode. <laughs> how about? <laughs> Jack Dodson, Howard Sprague. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. No, he wasn't. I Uber and I are going. I know. Damn it! I thought he was like going to on a Hawaiian cruise and wearing a lei oh, or something like that. Can you imagine? Isn't well, this he fun? That. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he did God. that one episode of the Andy Griffith Show. Remember when he moved to like the the, Caribbean the island? And yeah. He was wearing the Hawaiian. Yeah. He's wearing like a Hawaiian <laughs> shirt, but he's still got his leather shoes, black socks. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got bored. That's why he came back. Yeah, he got bored. He got bored. Even though he was bored at his job in Mayberry. Yeah. Yeah. He was a county clerk. He goes to the (laughs) trial, and then he gets bored. My God, this guy's going to be bored every day. You could send him to the moon, and he'd be bored, you know. I mean, how many to-dos can you have at your pad, you know? So that was the only thing that he had to (laughs) do. That's right. (laughs) Gene Rayburn, was he on the love boat? Yes, Gene Rayburn was on the love boat. He did not bring the microphone. Um. Brett Summers? She for sure was. Yes, yes, sir. She was actually on twice, believe it okay. or not. Yeah, I believe it. How about Charles Nelson Riley? Mm, I'm going to say no. You're exactly right. Yes. Richard, da- Richard Dawson. Yes, darling, he was on the love boat. One episode. Mm-hmm, there you go. I knew that. How about, how about the great Tony Randall? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think so. No. Very good. No episode. Whoa. No. This is impressive yeah. now. Okay. How about his partner in crime, Jack Klugman? No. Not on the love boat. Two episodes. Okay. All right. How about Marty Allen? <laughs> well, you can't say that without me saying his catchphrase, as you know. Uh, Hello there. Uh, not on the love boat. Very good. No yeah. love boats for Marty Allen. It'd be really <laughs> tough to pair him up with somebody, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, Maybe Billy Barty or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, seriously, to use to use the most cliche punchline of all time. Maybe like Phyllis Diller or uh, or Ruth Buzzy when she played that old woman. I mean, I, well, that reminds me. Can I tell you about episode thirty nine? <laughs> Please. Yeah, they must have really run out of money for guest stars. This episode. It was in December of nineteen seventy eight. 
like one of the last shows in 1978. And the guest star budget must have been super low because like the biggest star on the show was Sid Caesar, who was washed up by then. I actually thought it was Charlie oh, yeah. Callis. But Ruth Buzzy was like the second biggest star. And other than that, the only other people they had on were Fred Travelina, who was a rich oh, little wow. knockoff, and the Doubleman twins. And so I don't know what that oh, star was all about, but like... Can't you do better than that? I know, Sid Caesar, but he couldn't be co- have been commanding big dollars back then. But uh, Oh, my God. Yeah. So, anyway. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, you know, that was probably one of the episodes where they're like, oh, we need another episode. Oh, geez, you know, well, every, everyone in Hollywood is booked. Uh, you know. Oh, God. All right, quick more. I've only got a few more. All right. Uh, how about, how about uh, I went with Marty Allen. How about Steve Allen? Steve Allen. Well, this guy was just damn desperate for work in between writing all those yeah. books, so he must have been on the oh, those t- I've re- I tried to read those books. <laughs> I, tr- I, I read one. I tried to read a second one. Oh, it's painful. There's no they're way they really... can be good. Yeah, no. No, they're not. One of them is, is halfway clever. The rest of them are just, he's just preaching the whole time, and he's right. not saying anything funny. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. All right. So, so I think you probably figuring out that he needed the work. You would be right if you guessed he was on two love boats. I did. So. I, yeah. Okay. Makes and, sense. and I also remember him on a Fantasy Island. Do you remember that? Uh, yes, vaguely. Yeah. I'm sure which yeah. episode. All right. Yeah. All right. How about the great Dick Van Dyke? No, he was not. Okay. We already said Maury Amsterdam. Yes, you remember him. He was actually on two. Rosemary. You said yes was on, and we proved that she was actually on four love boats. Wow. Believe it or not. Okay. All right. How about, staying with the Dick Van Dyke theme, Richard Deacon? Yeah, <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> That's right, one episode. Right. And to finish it up, how about Jerry Van Dyke? Seems likely, but I didn't see his name anywhere when I was scanning my memory bank, so I'm going to say no. He was on one, and I can't find it. I want to find it so bad, and if I do, I'll send it to you. He but was yes, credited as banjo player. No, no, are you kidding? You got a guy like Jerry Van Dyke on, for God's sake. You're going to feature him. He's, I don't know what he played, but I'm sure, it was a, I'm sure it was a juicy character, as they say. Well, he's no Fred Travelina, but I guess I, you know. They, Fred Travelina. <laughs> you know what? That's my new punchline for mediocre comedians. I'll use someone like Carrot Top if I want to be more, you know. Hey, Jack Carter's a good one, but Fred Travelina, I think, is an even better punchline. Well, watch it because I'm known as the Fred Travelina of Arlington Heights here, so he's like one of my idols. I'm, I'm working towards to be like the fourth-in-line Rich Little replacement locally here, not regionally now, even, but you know, locally. Now, wasn't he on that show where they had nothing but uh, comics that were, were mimics? Uh, what was it called? The Imposters? The Yeah, I do remember was, that vaguely. Yeah. Oh, that's a good it, one. Yeah, no, I don't. I think you're right. Yeah, I remember that. It, it was. I don't think it was the. No, it was the Copycats. The Copycats. Copycats. Yes. Remember the John Banner was on there or John Biner or whatever. Uh, there were some people that I didn't really yes. think were in person. They didn't really do good impressions, but they were on that show. I think uh, it was. It was Rich Little, right? Wasn't he? Yeah, the he was one on guy? there. Okay. Yeah. Copycats. John, I used to watch it. Yeah. Uh, wasn't Frank Gorshin on it? Was it Gorshin? Okay, yeah. Well, could have been. See, we're flying blind with this, so yeah. I guess we could do it in the corrections, or we could, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I think those were the show. four, though. I, I think we got them. I think it was Travelina. I think it was Gorshin, Rich Little, and John Biner. I think those were the four. Because Vaughn Meter, I think, you know, his his only impersonation. <laughs> 
you know, got assassinated in Dallas in yeah. 1963. So, yeah, I, I'll, I'll put that Tony. in the corrections. Yeah, oh, God, poor guy. I didn't Someone know. Met. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I didn't know Gorshin did impressions. I don't remember him being on that show. Yeah, no, he, I don't remember him doing a lot of impressions either, but if you Google him, he did the Sullivan Show, I think, a lot. And he'd do, you know, all the, all the he'd do, um, oh, uh, Cary Grant, I think, and, uh, and Judy, Burt Lancaster. Judy, Judy. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he was much better as the Riddler. So I right. definitely will put that in the corrections. Okay. All right. So that's it as far as my quiz goes. Uh, and that's pretty much it as far as, far as any sort of uh, nuts and bolts. But okay. uh, I'm, glad I, I'm glad I had the list because it allowed us to talk about some of the episodes. And, and, and oh. what are your thoughts right now? Well, um, I've got some more thoughts. I mean, uh, this just Please. kind of gets the blood boiling, flowing. I want to tell you about my favorite episode of all time, if I may. Um, yes. And uh, I even will do one of my impressions for this one, which involves a musical interlude, if you don't mind. So this episode, my absolute favorite, uh, was yeah. episode 50, March of 1979. And it featured, I'm not going to tell you about all of it. I don't remember all of it. The, the storyline I liked the most was Sonny Bono appearing as a guy called Deacon Dark, who was basically okay. a hard rock character modeled after Gene Simmons. Uh, Kiss. He wore the makeup. He had the band. So they introduced him. He had this real aggressive uh, manager named Art. It was Artie Johnson played the manager, and he was like right. wanting Deacon Dark to have this terrible image. And he introduced him like in the nightclub, and they played this song. He goes, "Here's the the demented, the disgusting, the putrid." Deacon Dark and like all these people are sitting, you know, all dressed up for dinner. All these old people, and he comes out, and he's got dressed the, like he's in Kiss, you know, with all the makeup, and they've got fire spitting out of all these flower pots, and he's got the guitar, and he's singing this song: "Smash it, smash it, hit it with a hammer and bash it." And he's going on and on, and everybody's turning up their nose, like Captain Steubing hates it, Isaac likes right. it, you know. So. But it turns out in the episode, the storyline is that right. over the course of the episode, Sonny realizes that he doesn't need the gimmick to be successful, that he has ah, the yes. talent and he has the inner... Which he didn't, piece. which he didn't, but keep going. Right. And <laughs> with the, the, the reason he's able to figure this out is because of the lovely uh, woman that he's romancing while he's on the boat who is... Deaf, so she couldn't hear all the, de you know, the Deacon Dark stuff anyway. But anyway, he ends up coming right. out and doing, her name is Sarah, and he ends up coming out and doing this lovely ballad. You can see it on YouTube. It's called Sarah. It's actually a pretty good song. And some of the commenters on YouTube are like, hey, this, if he was like doing Kiss as Deacon Dark, this is like his Peter Chris doing Beth in, you know, Kiss, which is the ballad. For, but it's a really sure. nice song. So, and then they kiss at the end, and it's like, Artie Johnson's like, hmm, what a great gimmick. No gimmick, you know, so, but all these years I remembered that episode as my favorite, yeah. and I didn't watch it or anything like that, I just, uh, you just reviewed the synopsis and it came rushing back to me. I guess Peter Lawford and Jill St. John were on that episode too. Isaac thought, they, they were two writers, and they were discussing like ideas for uh, a plot of a mystery novel, and he ends up thinking that they are on board to try to kill Captain Steubing. But that's on the side. So, uh, But anyway, Sonny Bono is Deacon Dark. You can check out the song that I just sang, the real version, yeah. by the real Sonny Bono, uh, on YouTube for free. Okay? 
You know, I feel bad. I was dissing Sonny Bono a little bit. He didn't have a great voice, but but you know, he was he had his niche, and and I still enjoy some of his stuff. You know, so so I I feel bad that I dissed him. He that seemed like a nice guy. I'll have to say that. You know, and look, any guy that gets like Cher to marry him and is able with no talent yeah. to hustle. I mean, what a hustler, man! He he made it happen, and then he got well, himself elected to Congress too. You know, well, but you got to remember, I think Cher started sleeping on his couch as like a 15-year-old runaway. So, you know, I think he had kind of kind of the inside track there. And they got married when they were, what, when she was 19 or something ridiculously yeah. young. Well, so There's a whole, like, sort of not as, you know, a little bit seedy history there. Not seedy, but, uh, you know, there's stuff there that we don't need to get. This oh, is sure. a family show, okay? Well, we're and, talking and about the thing is, remember... It, you're talking about Los Angeles in the 1960s, so right. it was a different time, different era. Right. But I wish I could remember some of my favorite episodes, but I'll tell you the truth. They all kind of just meld into one stew in my mind. Well, I most mean, of them do. You're right. You're right. They all meld into one stew. And matter of fact, if you wanted to watch one that was just a, a, you know, a bouillabaisse of all the episodes mixed together, yeah. I... I wasn't able to see it because it's not available. But when I look at the, if you look at the episode synopsis and the list of guest stars, look up episode 247, which was close to the last episode of 1987. There's a ton okay. of guest stars who played themselves. And I mean a ton. Like there's the cast from Leave it to Beaver. There's Don Knotts. There's, uh, I mean, it just goes on and on. So I don't know what was up with that episode. It's called Who Killed Maxwell Thorne? So I know it's like not really good radio here to, to mention this and then not be able to deliver on it. But, uh, but, but talking about the guest stars, though, that one, they just apparently packed everybody. They must have had some gimmick where they packed everybody in for, you know, quickie cameo appearances or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. You got it in oh front of you? Do you want God. to rattle off just a few for the audience? Oh, I, oh God. All right. Get ready to laugh. I'm going to try to do as fast as I can <laughs> without laughing. I'm laughing already. Right, here we go. Peter Graves, yeah. Julie Harris, Jenny Lee Harrison. Oh, yeah. Connie Stevens, Alan Thicke, Jane Meadows, Milton Berle, <laughs> Barbara Billingsley, yeah. Tom Bosley, Ruth Buzzy, uh. <laughs> Carol Channing, and of course, Charo, uh -huh. Bert Convey. <laughs> Eleanor Donahue. They blew the budget on this one, boy. Tony Dow. And F Jerry Florence Mathers. Edison. Yes. I don't, well, I don't see Jerry Mathers yet. Florence Henderson. <laughs> oh, God. Gordon Jump. <laughs> Hugh Beaumont. No. I don't see. No, he was dead then, I think. <laughs> Don Knotts, of course, as you mentioned. Judy Landers. Tina Louise. The Landers sisters. Remember them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, in their day, you know, but, but again, that day was in 1959. Oh, uh, Robert, Robert Mandan, he was on Soap, right? Don't oh recall him, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're right. Jerry Mathers was in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I know because there's a clip on TV where they're sitting at the table together and um, talking with John Rubenstein. That's a character actor that was on a ton of episodes. Uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. Louis Nye. Yeah, Louis Nye. Tom Poston, mm -hmm. Juliet Prowse, <laughs> Robert Reed, mm -hmm. 
the great uh, actress from way back when, Gail Storm. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, get ready. See, I'm going to see if I can do these last ones without laughing. <laughs> Vic Tabak. <laughs> Stuart Flo. Charlene Tilton, who I met, was a sweetheart. She's oh. a wonderful lady. Yeah. Uh, Leslie Uggams. Mm-hmm. Joanne Worley. Yes. And uh, Jane Wyatt. Oh, God. And then there's others. Here are the other two. <laughs> David Doyle. From uh, Charlie's Angels, right? And Artie Johnson. Yeah, Artie Johnson, yes. There you yeah. go. One thing I just want to end with here, and it was in one of the little reunions that they did. I don't know whether it was the Today Show or one of the other networks, but it really – it. it and, and normally this would sound corny, but going back to, to our beginnings watching this show, and it was Jill Whelan who said it, who played Vicky. She said, you know, I have so many people that come up to me that, that are my age, because she's about our age, maybe a year or two younger. But she says that people come up to her and say, thank you for giving me a TV show that I could watch with my parents and grandparents every Saturday night and we'd all enjoy it. And, you know, that was really the key, I think, yeah. to that show. Because if you remember, they'd always cast some of the people for the, some of the guys for the, and then they'd bring in somebody young, like a Bruce Jenner. Although I don't even know who's on Love Boat. Or, you know, I mean, they'd have, like, the young demo, the medium demo, yeah. and the old demo. And, Pretty and smart. And they them. Yeah, no, brilliant when you think about it. Yeah. Well, and to use your terminology, it was a comfortable shoe. Yes. Right. It I certainly mean, you was. always, yeah, and and especially teamed with Fantasy Island because, you know, you'd get one group of guest stars, then you'd get another group of guest stars, and it just was always. It may not have been groundbreaking television. It may not win a Peabody, but you know, for Saturday night, and again, watching it with your parents, and I'm sure you were, you could feel comfortable and it, you could all enjoy it. Well, Harry, thank you for going down the rabbit hole with me. I, I knew this was going to be an easy one for us because this is all stuff that's, that's way back in our memory. And we actually watched this show, not in syndication, but in real time, Saturday nights. I mean, we were sitting there. Oh, yeah. We're both the same age, and, and so it was great to do this. Thank you very much for your, uh, for, for your participation, and I think you should end it as uh, – what was your impression that you did before? Uh, well, uh, I'd like to say – I kind of yeah. like to – put my uniform back on to say to the audience as their yeoman purser to shepherd you safely to the port that this is still a free country where we can watch Love Boat in syndication if you want and you can listen to this show next week if you want whatever floats your boat uh, and we'd love to have you no pun intended so until then this is your yeoman purser Harry Bartosiak saying so long now very quickly, this is Jim Beck with the corrections. Love Boat right now is on MeTV Sundays at 5 p.m. Central, which really sounds like a good time to watch The Love Boat, quite honestly, 5 p.m. Central. Wilford Brimley, not on The Love Boat. I double-checked, couldn't find any reference. We mentioned the copycats, and I think we had the cast mainly right. Rich Little, Frank Gorshin, Fred Travelina, those were the main guys, including Marilyn Michaels, Will Jordan occasionally, George Kirby, and Charlie Callis on occasion. How's that, Harry? Huh? Good Charlie Callis reference. Mentioned Sonny and Cher. They actually started uh, their relationship when Cher was 16, not 15. I apologize for that. And here we go. Jerry Van Dyke, when he was on the love boat, and I'm going to find this on DVD. This is going to be Harry's Christmas present. 
Richard Deacon from the Dick Van Dyke Show plays a psychologist who has a group therapy uh, a session there on the love boat. And Jerry Van Dyke is one of the guys in the group therapy. And he ends up hooking up with Elaine Joyce. That's not too shabby at all for Jerry Van Dyke. Good job. And finally, Jack Jones. Harry mentioned him very quickly. 82, still going strong. There you go. That's a good way to end the broadcast. We'll see you next time. So long, guys. Wait, 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 wait. One last correction. Abe Pagoda was on the Love Boat in 1979. Thanks to my smart-ass friend John Kuhn for emailing me that information. Okay, I messed up. It was my fault. Abe was on the Love Boat. Harry, you were right. Thank <laughs> you.